Welcome back to another episode of Take Back Your Crown podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Crown, and joining us today is my good friend, Megan Rose. Megan and I actually met this year, or maybe a little bit over a year ago. We met virtually, you could say, and connected via Instagram when I first started sharing about my fitness and mental health journey. She has been an absolute joy to follow and connect with and she shares a lot of awesome workouts, fitness tips, and posts about her own journey as well on her page. So feel free to follow her on Instagram which I will put in the description box below. But today we are going to be talking about the strive to be skinny and the societal pressures associated with that, as well as the toxicity of diet culture. We are also going to share a lot about our own personal journeys, what worked for us, what we found out about ourselves, and how we were successful on our own journeys. And we are going to touch upon things the media and a few external influences have told us about health and fitness that have created such a negative impact on people trying to lose weight or gain weight, establish a healthier relationship with food, and just overall establish a healthier lifestyle and way of living. So sit back, be present in this moment with us, and enjoy. nothing much it's so (laughs) nice to actually uh talk to you (laughs) I know it's kind of weird I was telling my husband I was like I've only talked to her through Instagram so I'm I'm excited (laughs) yeah I know but it's weird because in a way I feel like I've almost talked to you just from like watching your Instagram stories and stuff like when you talk you feel like you know someone right so then but like I also (laughs) um but yeah so I feel like both of us have been like on our own fitness journeys that are kind of more similar people have like coaches and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that but when you like decide to change on your own like you basically are going in like super blind you're just like trying to figure it out um it's scary yeah and so like that's why I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about because like you know the media and like a lot of other influencers are always telling people specific things that aren't necessarily I don't want to say they're not true but they don't apply to everyone like fitness isn't like a one-size-fits-all type of thing right and so yeah I kind of want to talk about just like what we learned like growing up and like from these toxic media sources and how it's not really as applicable 
applicable growing up and stuff like that living up to these body image standards that society basically like it it's interesting how much they've changed like over time was a lot of pressure right it was just like and like coming from my family like my sister and mom were like size zeros like super skinny i was just a depressed angsty teen who just ate her feelings (laughs) so um i think we've all been there though yeah like at one point in our lives, we just feel so much pressure and like added stress that we just turn to food for comfort. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking because I feel like we've learned a lot through our own process and stuff. And I do feel like mm-hmm. society is kind of changing in more of a being strong than just like being skinny which is good right I sympathize with him because I felt that pressure at one point and so Mm -hmm. I just I feel like it'd be a good discussion to have it will be yeah Yeah. feel free to kind of like introduce yourself my name is Megan Rose I live in Oklahoma almost in Texas I'm kind of like on the border but um I'm 31 I hate to say that (laughs) I've kind of had a yo-yo weight loss journey, I guess. And now I'm more on like the healthy side of it. Um, But, you know, as a teen, like I was also involved in sports and I was actually in very good shape when I was younger. Um, And then, you know, I went to college and uh, sports became non-existent and I guess I don't want to say I was like the party girl but yeah you socialized a lot it's kind of where it turned because I didn't know um I didn't really know where I was going in life so I just consumed myself with going out and having fun, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I did it in an unhealthy way, I guess. (laughs) Um, But I finally bounced out of that. And, you know, all through college, I was kind of like a yo-yoer. And then um, I, I gained a lot of weight and then bad relationships, all that jazz. And then I met my husband and he kind of saved me. in a way like he really did and so um now we've been together for six years we've been married almost four so our anniversary is over spring break oh yeah so um but we do a lot of traveling and well I say traveling we used to do a lot of traveling (laughs) can't really do that much now right um I don't have any kids don't really want kids but we do have two fur babies that I love like they would be human kids so yeah that's kind of very similar to my journey to just being uh back and forth back in 2015 like I lost like a lot of weight like about like 80 pounds or whatever um yeah but I did it in a very just like unhealthy restrictive way because I was so restrictive on myself and eventually like I had an emotional 
distress, like emotional breakdown, basically, and toxic mm-hmm. friendships, toxic relationships, same thing. Mm-hmm. I got into a very just like depressive state where I turned back to food. I started like drinking a little bit more. And so yeah. I was just like gaining like a ton of weight. <laughs> and it comes on fast. Yeah. Especially like, I feel like when you've already been there, it comes on faster. I, I feel the same way. And I don't, I don't know if that was just like me thinking that or I don't know, but I feel like, you know, once you lose some weight and you realize how long it takes to lose it and then you get back to like your unhealthy habits, I feel like it takes like a week. Yeah. And it like doubles. (laughs) Yes. Because like I would, you know, I would kind of talk to people who were just like, oh, I gained this amount of weight and it'd be like 30 pounds over like the course of like a year or something (laughs) and I was like well I gained like 60 pounds in like six months yeah (laughs) yes you're just like all right well like top that (laughs) all right yeah (laughs) I it was the same with me um whenever I was overweight um and you know starting out I Like, that's the first thing I did was I went and bought a scale. Right. And because for one thing, I didn't really know how much I weighed. um, And for some reason, I wanted to, which just when I did, it depressed me even more. Yeah. Um, But I think, like, in the beginning, I was religious about stepping on the scale. And, you know, depending on which way it went was, you know how my mood was um and it that's just a very unhealthy way of going about it um you know I I own a scale I have one right um and depending on like what my goals are is if I'll even use it um I think now which it's been about five or six years since I've been kind of on this journey. Um, I think I've finally developed a healthy mindset with the scale, but I know that a lot of people don't get there. So I feel like your progress should not be the number on the scale. Right. Um, because it can be so toxic and so stressful. And if you don't know how your body works, then, I mean, your weight fluctuates so much. Yeah. Um, daily, even, you know, throughout the day. So right. if you can't, like, if you don't understand that, or if you don't take that into account, then I would just throw that thing in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, like, bust it with a hammer, throw it on the ground. I personally love to take pictures um, yeah. like progress photos. I don't do it weekly or anything like that. I took a picture a week ago and I'll probably take one in about a month or so and just see right. what I look like yeah. because I will look different. Um, but I may not weigh anything like much different. Right. So that's another thing like you, your body can look 
I don't look anything like what I used to look, but I, I weigh not almost the same, but I'm only about like 15 pounds lighter than I was. Right. But if you were to see the pictures, you would think I was 50 pounds lighter. There would be girls posting, you know, a side by side and the difference was like five pounds and their Mm -hmm. bodies looked like they were completely different. I remember for me, because like I already knew I was overweight and felt like this pressure from not only like my mom, because she was just like concerned about my health as any mom should be, Mm -hmm. but the doctors and like the school nurse and stuff they freaked me out because right. half the time like they would go in and like you would step on the scale and they would b- basically tell you like hey you're fat like you need to yeah. lose weight like they would look at you and be like um you shouldn't weigh this much like I probably shouldn't have weighed that much but because they focused more on the number determining like who like it felt like my number dictated everything as a 15 year old you're looking at them like well so I gotta they completely ruin your whole mindset on weight I would dread going there like I would have like panic attacks I would have anxiety Mm -hmm. because I did not want someone to just tell me what I already knew and I already felt like bad about myself because of the first time they mentioned Mm -hmm. that I was like morbidly obese because I was basing my worth off that and depressed about it and anxious about it I turned to food for my comfort and then in basing my worth off a number I just added to that number because I just like emotionally ache you can't ever please them like you almost feel like they're wanting perfection from you and they want it from like at such a young age and then you know whenever I was younger um I was actually I mean I was in good shape but I was also underweight it was almost like I couldn't gain weight right whenever I was in like you know 14 15 and so whenever I would go you know, it was almost like the opposite. They were like, well, what are you doing? You know, are you starving yourself? You're not gaining any weight. And so I would go home and just eat and eat and eat. And like, I would never gain anything. And then like, I kept that mentality. And then, you know, I ate so bad. And then it was like, once I wasn't active anymore and my metabolism slowed down, girl that's whenever (laughs) that's whenever the pounds came on I didn't even realize it and then one day I look in the mirror and I was like oh my god you know and then I just felt terrible about myself right and that's when like the depression hit and all the pressure and the external influences that like tell you you should be this weight and this like add to so many mental health issues that people face I remember after I lost weight finally Mm -hmm. um the first time and even in this this second time like for a while 
people, family members and family friends and stuff asked me, oh, like, what are you doing? Are you starving yourself? And I was like, why? It, like, y'all don't even know how much I freaking eat still. I know. <laughs> like, I, can, I can sit here and eat a whole bag of chips and salsa with no remorse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Mine is like ice cream. But even the people who are like skinnier and stuff like there's such this discrepancy between both of them Mm -hmm. like if you're overweight what are you doing why aren't you doing this you need to be doing this and then if you're underweight what do you do to look like that you just starve yourself all day and you're just like no like no not at all and that's the thing because my sister's always been like super skinny she was like a gymnast and everything she had a very fast metabolism and stuff but like she would sit and like eat junk food all day Mm -hmm. family members have commented on my sister's weight like oh she's so skinny she's this and that she needs to eat more Mm -hmm. because she was like I hate when people comment like that like I still eat a lot this is just my body like people don't (laughs) understand the effects it has on other people when they say stuff like that like they may not be trying to mean it the way we take it but it's still like it's like a trigger yeah and exactly like you don't understand you know what i do and you make a comment like that and cuz i have an older sister and i love her dearly but sometimes <laughs> um you know some comments that she'll make is and she's um she's a bigger girl but she's beautiful. Um, but some of the comments she'll make, she'll be like, well, you know, you were never as big as this. So, you know, you losing weight isn't as big of a deal as, you know, if I lost weight. Right. And I'm kind of like, that's not fair. But you know, like how hard you work to get somewhere. And then it was mm-hmm. it's almost as if it's just like kind of dismissed by people right. because... You know, they'll compare you to them and they'll be like, well, it's going to be harder for me to do that. So you don't really understand. Right. It feels like a competition. Yes. And I just, you know, everyone is so different. Now looking at it, it, it's just through our own journeys. I, I feel like we've all, especially like within the fitness community nowadays is like everyone understands that they're their bodies, their genetics, Mm -hmm. their hormones, their bone structure is all different. So like if I lose like 50 pounds, it's going to look completely different than someone else who loses 50 pounds. Right. I feel like it's finally starting to evolve and we're finally starting to understand a little more about each other. Whereas like when we were younger, you know, fitness was just, you know, the the skinny muscle you wanted to be skinny but then you wanted to look like toned basically it was was just being tiny and having like abs right it was that or it was like the big guys that step on stage at the olympia like there was no yeah there wasn't like a balance yeah and now it's very much like i love how we've evolved into just like being like strong like 
Right. I would rather like lift heavy weights and just feel like you feel so much better, like being strong. First, you know, time I lost weight, all I did was cardio and abs. That's all I did Mm -hmm. because that was just. Oh, and that's miserable. Yeah. It like I enjoyed running back then too. But like looking back, Mm -hmm. like I was tiny, but I was just, I was like frail. Like, I just looked frail, like, not that there was anything wrong with my body, but, like, the way my body has, like, almost recompositioned itself Mm -hmm. and stuff is just, I just feel strong and more empowered, I guess. Yeah. Just the, and I can't remember how long we've been following each other. I think it's it's been a while. It's been... It's over a year. Yeah, for sure. I I think. But just in that amount of time, the way you've transformed is impressive. Oh, thank you. Like, honestly, because, I mean, like you said, you just, like, you look strong. Thank you. I appreciate that. In that, I know we kind of touched on, like, our experience trying to live up to these standards that society has Mm -hmm. set um so like what would you say was like one of the biggest um struggles you may have faced like on your journey at all I think like my biggest thing is when I started um I I didn't really know a whole lot about like, I, I was an athlete, but we didn't ever, like, get in the weight room or, you know, I just played basketball and softball, and we just practiced forever. So, the first thing I did when I started out was Instagram was kind of just sort of kicking off, and I got on that, and I started to follow, I think I, think I searched, like, fitness models, and then I found some girls and then um, I got on YouTube and, you know, kind of searched the same thing. But I think, like, the biggest struggle that I've faced um, is, like, comparing myself mm-hmm. to them. So I would find someone who was, like, a similar build, you know, like, my height. And I was like, I want to look like that. right? Instead of you know, that was my mindset. Like, I want to look like her. Right. Or, you know, I found, I found Dana Lynn Bailey and I still love her. Like, she's awesome. Um, but I don't think I will ever look like her. Right. <laughs> um, but that's who I was like comparing myself to. And she's a bodybuilder. I'm never going to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. You know what I right. mean? Um, but I think that was like my biggest struggle was you know, I'd find somebody that looked similar and then I'm like, I want to look like them instead of looking the way that made me feel good. Right. Because my feel good is different from theirs and it's different from yours. I just didn't know how that felt yet. Right. Like I didn't, I hadn't, I hadn't been there. And so it took me a while. And when I say a while, it took like two years for me to finally stop looking at other women 
and wishing I looked like them because I finally got to a place where I could look in the mirror and be like, I like what I see. I feel good. I feel strong. You know, I just mentally and physically, I guess, but it was more of like the mental journey. I definitely think, um, the mental aspects of that, like, cause it is hard, like starting out too. It's a very big process. One of the biggest struggles I have faced the gym and like weightlifting and mm-hmm. stuff. Luckily, my mom has always been into the gym. She right. would show me a few things, but like it was, I'm very stubborn when it comes to the gym. That's why I like kind of training alone. I don't like, um, I don't like distractions and I don't like when people tell me what to do. <laughs> I, girl, I am the same. <laughs> yeah, I just like, she would tell me how to do something or if I needed to engage something else and I would get so irritated because like, <laughs> I don't like, like, let me do my thing. Yeah. Like I don't like being told what to do at all. But, um, mm-hmm. I think one of my biggest struggles was probably getting out of my comfort zone. Like when I was first starting, because I hadn't really lifted weights, I didn't really know like what to do. I got to a point where I kind of found like, uh, I don't know if you follow Savannah Wright on Instagram. Yeah. I saw like uh, their workouts, but I think I started getting to a point where I like, I felt like everyone was Mm -hmm. watching me like lift the weights and like, I didn't want to be the one like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't belong here. But then um, I finally got to a point where I just like, it's like, you know what, whatever. And now I just m- make up stuff and I'm just like, oh, well, it's engaging that muscle. I feel it. So I must be doing right. something right. And I, I was like that too. Like when I first stepped foot in the gym, I went straight for the elliptical. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't even look in the weight room um, for a while. And then... You know, I'd go in there and do, like, a couple things and then yeah. leave. And then it was, like, the feeling of, oh, my God, everybody's watching me and making fun of right. me. And now I fully understand that no one was watching me or making fun of me because I feel like we're, I feel like we, we're a little selfish in the gym. Like, you know, because we're there for us. Yeah. I think that's the thing, too, though, is because, like, in college when I was – losing weight the first time I was would go to the gym with friends and we would just go upstairs and do cardio because like at Mm -hmm. the time the weight room was so intimidating because it was just all Mm -hmm. a bunch of strong men and you you were just like oh great they're definitely gonna stare at me but then the more like I got out of my comfort zone the more I realized the same thing is like what I tell other people like there's this one girl that I talk to her a lot about just, like, she wants to lose weight and wants to, like, get better in the gym and stuff like that, or, or like, go Mm -hmm. to the gym in general, and she's nervous to, like, get out of her comfort zone in that aspect because of just, like, you know, what will other people think, and I was, like, honestly, like, when I'm in the gym, I never, unless someone is doing something completely bizarre, 
like they, like they're gonna hurt them <laughs> yeah or like just yeah have you seen those like this is random but like those funny videos of like just people using machines like completely like opposite yes. <laughs> like of what you would ever expect unless someone's doing something like that or like yeah like on like five scoops of pre-workout so they're going crazy I, I really like I don't look at anyone ever and like I don't look and go like what are they doing they're doing it wrong or like anything like that and it's just like if I'm not doing that chances are no one else is doing that there are only a few times I have ever experienced like some snarky girl that looks at me wrong in the gym and I'm just like oh she's Mm -hmm. probably insecure herself so like right and half the time people are looking at you, they're just looking at your workout and, and like seeing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. And you might like yeah. inspire someone else to change up their workout or like, that's a cool yeah. move. Cause I look at people and go like, Oh, I've never tried that. Maybe I'll give that a try. That's the same. So I guess I do like look at people, but it's not in, it's not in a bad yeah. way. It's just like, if it sparks my interest, like like you said, you know, if they're doing something that I've never done before, I want to make like a mental note. Right. And like watch what they're doing just real fast. I mean, like not stare at them, but right. get an idea of what they're doing and then give it a try. Right. And I think, yeah, so I think that's like something people struggle with in general is like lifting weights is very intimidating. And I also think like the learning how to not restrict yourself on my first weight loss journey I was very restrictive I like counted out everything I weighed out everything like I would not Mm -hmm. cheat allow myself no sugar no anything like Mm -hmm. I was so restrictive I just think people get so in their head about like oh well I have to be good all day like my one neighbor has commented like oh like Taylor you're a big health nut you probably don't even eat stuff like this and it's just like no like if I want a bag of Swedish fish I will go and buy myself a bag of Swedish fish and eat it because I have come to this place where like it is so much healthier to like give myself what I want because I'll only Mm -hmm. eat it in moderation than restrict myself and later go like binge yeah nutrition is always and I feel like I mean I have a healthy balance now but there's still certain things that I I think I'll always there's always going to be something nutrition wise that I'm still trying to figure out right I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily say like struggle but like you know just trying to figure out I don't know how like your body responds to it almost yes I was talking to a friend a long time ago and she was doing um beach body eye roll but oh <laughs> I freaking hate that <laughs> I, get, I get so many messages yeah. that in oh. Arbonne goodbye oh that's the two words <laughs> yes um but so I was talking to a friend of mine who did beach body and she was still again, why I don't like them because I don't feel like they teach people a proper relationship with food because she was still reaching out to me and asking my advice on things. Mm -hmm. And um, I was telling her because she was like, you know, I'm doing all these things. I'm, you know, 
controlling my portions and like this and that but like the scale's not moving like it's been weeks like what am I doing wrong and I was just like you have to think about the foods that respond well to your body it's like hearing like the the carbs are bad for you or whatever Mm -hmm. so like I stayed away from carbs for a while because I just thought they you know they have a negative effect I can't eat too many carbs or I'm gonna gain weight and I eat so many carbs. Gosh, so I don't many. want to know how many I eat. Yeah. And like, <laughs> they respond to my body so well. It's like, I don't really track anything, mm-hmm. um, to be honest. But I have like looked at macros and just like my suggested intake of this and that. But like, yeah, everyone's is different. Like some people like, I probably do need more protein than others, one, because I am vegan, but, like, mm-hmm. other people can get away with eating more fat, while other other people can't because of just, right. like, how their bodies respond. I feel like we'll constantly be learning, like, how, we'll, how we respond to certain things. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's just going to happen for everyone the rest of their lives. It's just, like, do you pay attention to it or do you not? Right. So on top of that, then, like, since we kind of touch upon that, like, do you count calories or do you track or like, what's your views on like tracking? So I, right, I don't, uh, I have, um, but I feel like when I did, so the first time I did it, I used, um, the life sum app I want to say mm-hmm. and which is great for tracking you know if you do track macros and calories and whatnot but I didn't really know where I should be and so I just went off I typed my information in to the app and then I just went off of what it gave me right. for weight loss which was I want to say it was like 1200 calories and <sighs> so low like so so bad yeah it was only giving me like 1200 calories and I can't really remember um the macros it gave me but I know that it was like low like the protein I think was the highest and then my carbs were like I couldn't go over a hundred and then my fats were like I couldn't go over 25 grams and it was something like that but I did that for a while and I lost weight and then like I just plateaued because I'm pretty sure my body thought I was starving myself. And so I quit doing that and I have tracked macros since then, but only for like three, three to five days to see where I like what I was eating, where I was at. I become obsessive. Yeah. I guess I'm like a control freak. I guess I'm like a control freak and like I want to be like a perfectionist. And so I want to yeah. hit those numbers like on the dot. And I'm like, why am I, I'm not going to be like, I'm not a bikini competitor. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not right. like, there's no sense in me doing that. And even if you do do that, like any bodybuilder will tell you that it's not sustainable. Mm-mm. Like you can't do that forever. And be healthy I did the mm-hmm. same thing I got like I think I used like my fitness power or whatever mm-hmm. the one was a few years ago 
and it told me the same thing. And like, I was constantly being told by like doctors, moms, you know, like other people like, yeah, like 1200 calories a day. And I was like, okay, but same thing. I started becoming very obsessive over it. I counted literally everything. Like I would count like almonds, trail mix, like little nuts, little seeds, like everything to make sure I wasn't even a calorie over. Right. And the crazy part was, is like, I would run an hour every single morning straight on the treadmill. And then Mm -hmm. I was like studying musical theater at the time. So I would have to attend like three dance classes a day rehearsal. Like I was burning so much. So no wonder, like I was dropping like weight super Mm -hmm. fast, but I felt, you know, I wasn't as energized as I should have been. Um, and it was just very, very toxic. I, I feel like a lot of people go from both ends of the spectrum. Like when you're overweight and you binge and eat whatever and stuff. And then when you finally lose weight, you start getting restrictive because I think another thing is like, you're so scared that if you eat outside of that, like you're going to fall back into that habit, right? that bad habit. So then you become so restrictive and then like, it's again, not sustainable. So once you let up from that, like you just gain weight again, 1200 calories a day thing. Where did that even come from? Yeah. Like it's so stupid. You don't even realize how many calories like your body naturally burns just like from like existing. Exactly. um, Actually, when I went home for Thanksgiving, um, this year, like I was at my grandparents and my grandma, she was like skinnier growing up most of her life. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she had children, got older, mm-hmm. you know, game weight, the whole story, you know. And I want to say like last year, or the year before she like went on this uh, diet program and she lost like a ton of weight, but like she gained it all back. Um but I didn't know the like details of this program she was following. And over Thanksgiving, she was like, yeah, it was crazy. I was so skinny. I was so happy. She was eating 600 calories a day. Dear God. Like literally that's, that was what they told her to eat. And I was like, that is not healthy at all. No, that makes but me sad. Imagining just 600 calories. Like, no, like food no. is energy. Like, <laughs> like I need that at least in a meal. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, like, I really, um, I agree on, like, the tracking at first to kind of get an idea from that I just intuitively like Mm -hmm. listen to my body like if I'm hungry and I already ate like all my stuff for the day if I'm hungry I'm gonna eat (laughs) exactly like don't be like oh well I've already had my food for the day so I'm just gonna like tough it out or chug water or like no girl like go eat go grab yeah that's what I'm saying like I don't understand I, I was told you know, growing up, as I'm sure most of us were, is that, like, you can't eat past a certain time or you're going to, like, it's just going to add on to your weight. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, now, like, if I'm starving at 11 p.m., like, I'm going to eat gonna at 11 p.m. Yes, I hate, it was like, yeah, don't eat after, or don't eat like after seven or eight. eight o'clock, I think is what everybody would say. And I'm like, eight o'clock, like, I'm still awake at least, like, two hours after that, two to three hours yeah. after that. I personally am. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Right. Like, I'm not going to have a, I won't go in and, like, cook a meal at 10. But I'll have a snack. But I'll have a snack. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I I do intermittent fast. I started that, I think, about, like, a little over a year ago just to try it. And, like, it just works for mm-hmm. me and my body. Especially <laughs> if you're uh, fasting. Um, you know, you have that, they give you that window. Right. Um. And for me, uh, I personally couldn't do it, uh, just because I couldn't eat everything in that window or, you know, I, I found myself not eating what near enough. Right. So I, Mm -hmm. that's why I personally couldn't do it. And also because I work out in the mornings and if I don't eat before I work out, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. And it's funny because for me, like. If I eat before my workout, mm-hmm. I get in a bad mood because I feel just bloated and yeah. It's just, everyone is so different. Like, yeah. you have, you can't, I mean, obviously we can give people advice, you know, but I always tell people, I'm like, now listen, you know, just because I like it that way doesn't mean you're going to. So you have to find something that you enjoy doing and like fit it into your routine, how you like, because if you don't, you're going to hate it. Exactly. That's what I tell people all the time. It's not because, you know, like my routine is pretty intense. The Mm -hmm. way I work out is pretty intense, especially my running. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I'm just like, I'm insane, (laughs) but like, that's just like what I like to do. Yeah. Like I personally enjoy it. Like I'm not forcing myself to do it. You're not if I don't not like feel punishment. like Yeah. And if I feel like I don't want to do it today, I'm not gonna do it today. Yeah. <laughs> like so that's what I tell people too is like you have to find things you enjoy and move your body in the way you move it. Like just because I run doesn't mean like you have to mm-hmm. run to lose weight. Like you can do Zuma, take a dance class, mm-hmm. do martial arts. When I was stubborn and like my mom would be like, okay, like we're going to the gym, come on. And then like I would feel pressure, but also I was just like, I don't want to do it because I feel like I'm being forced right. to go rather than like I'm choosing to go. Exactly. I can tell you what to do. I can guide you through workouts, Mm -hmm. no problem. I can post my own workouts and stuff. But, like, if it's not, like, if you're feeling forced into it, you're not going to stay consistent no no matter what. Because you're going to hate it. Most people do hate running because, you know, it takes time to build your stamina. And once you build it, like, that's when you start really kind of enjoying it because you can do it and you're not suffocating yourself. (laughs) I just kind of developed like a system to where it's like no I actually enjoy the way I feel after it Mm -hmm. so then I enjoy doing it and then it just became part of like my routine right like that's it's funny because I've never um and I don't consider myself a runner right now at all um but I've 
never wanted to be a runner. I always hated it. I never in my life thought I would ever enjoy it. And then one day my sister convinced me to train for that half marathon, which got pushed back and then canceled. And now it's pushed back again. But, you know, the fact that I think I worked my way up to like, I was able to run seven miles without stopping. And before, like when I started out, I couldn't even run a quarter of a mile. I mean, it was, but it was like having, I finally figured out like what pace is comfortable for me, which is slow. Um, (laughs) But it's something like I felt so accomplished because I never thought I would enjoy doing it. And I never thought I'd be able to do something like that. And so when I did it like on my own pace and at my own time, I slowly started to enjoy it. Right. Like it was just really, you know, back whenever I was an athlete and we were forced to run, I hated it. I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, can we be done already? And then, you know, when I started training for this and started to enjoy it, like I was looking forward to going out and running. When you do choose to do something and then you start finding the joy in Mm -hmm. doing it, I get so excited to go back to the gym tomorrow or like to go run tomorrow because when I felt like I had to, to lose weight, to hit that specific Uh number, I dreaded it it because I was like, oh, I have to run today and or I'm going to lose all my progress or like I'm just not going to lose the weight I Mm -hmm. want. People don't realize there are so many other ways to exercise. I used to hate the weight room too. And I hated it because I didn't know what I was doing. But after consistently going, you know, there was... A, a couple months, like two or three months where I kind of had to, I had to make myself go. Like, I didn't right. really want to go, but I knew I wanted to change and I knew that was something I needed to do. Discipline is definitely a part of it. Yeah. When the weather changes, when it's oh, cold, when you're tired, like, it is very easy to make those excuses for yourself. Thinking about the feeling afterward is like, the reason I just kept going Mm -hmm. altogether it comes down to just learning who you are and like what works for Mm -hmm. you you're always going to have to have that because you're not always going to be motivated I know or like you mentioned like the weather or you know if it's cold and rainy outside like you don't want to get out in that or the 75 day hard challenge (laughs) oh my god I like haven't attempted it but the more I realize it aside from a alcohol portion of it because I will like go out and socialize and stuff like that but um I really was like oh shit like (laughs) I do that almost you don't realize because like I just um yeah but um, you definitely have to be disciplined for that challenge though especially if you're not used to I guess not used to working out as much or you know eating as healthy um Cause there were days where yeah. like, there was one day I had to, cause one of, one of the workouts has to be outside and there was yeah. one day I thought it was, you know, we have lots of tornadoes here 
in the span of like between March and June. Um, there was one day I, I really thought that I was going to die outside. Like I, the <laughs> storm was coming in and I was like two miles away from the house and I just took off. Like I just took off running and we ended up having a tornado that day. It wasn't in my town, but it was in the next town over. I was like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, okay. No more putting your life at risk. <laughs> I think he says in like his podcast, he like talks about the challenge in depth. And he was like, listen, I mean, if there's a tornado outside, you right. don't touch <laughs> it. <laughs> it definitely became a discipline for me though, because I enjoy it so much. It's like easy to be disciplined. Yeah. So it, it's freaking cold in Florida. Like it was literally 42. Really? And, um, there's like a lot of like water and lakes uh-huh. where I live. So the wind is awful. It is hard to be disciplined through those like circumstances and obstacles, but like the way you feel after it's is worth just... it. I finally experienced what everybody talks about as like runner's high. I didn't think I was ever going to get there. I mean, this was back when I was training for that marathon, but I finally got there and I was like, I feel freaking good. Like, I I feel like I could just, like, keep going forever. I've seen, like, memes and, like, TikToks, like, runners that, like, oh, like, I'm going to take a rest day today. And then it's, like, 10 minutes later, they're grabbing their running shoes. You do feel so good because it feels like you're just releasing, like, every ounce Mm -hmm. of stress. I've been really on the ball with, like, yoga and meditation Mm -hmm. in the morning. Meditation can be almost anything and if you're just like there focused and Mm -hmm. present on yourself it's like wow like running is my form of of meditation because I'm not focused on anything but Mm -hmm. just me on top of that um have you fallen into the traps of like weight loss pills or or like specific diets in general I guess the idea of a program and like these yeah. quick fixes are what adds to so much pressure in people focusing on like losing yeah. weight than just like well, being they're healthy. On, they see it as like a a diet, and I hate I, yeah. I hate the word diet. I feel like it's negative, and they see that's how they. I won't say all of them because I can't. I don't know. I won't speak for all of them, but I feel like that's how you right. know most people if they're starting out like say they're overweight and they're they hear oh well do keto and you'll lose 50 pounds fast well yeah you might lose a lot of weight right. fast but that no and it's not, i don't know to me it's not a healthy way either i hate to even say this but like hydroxy cut do you remember when that first came out oh my yeah, god yeah so, i do i I think I almost had a heart attack on it. Like it, yeah. Oh I bought it from Walmart off the shelf. Like I don't know. I tried. I did that, and then there was a juice cleanse that was like a fad or a big thing going on. It had like mm. cayenne pepper. Um, oh yeah, and it was ten days long, and that's all you had. What? You drank like. I can't remember. It wasn't a gallon of it, but you, you drank like close to a gallon of this juice and that's all you had for 10 days. And I made it seven 
and then I I couldn't do it anymore, and then I binge ate. Um, then I also tried cleanse pills from like GNC. I think the I think it was called Cleaner is basically what it was, mm. and it, it I mean I couldn't leave the bathroom. It was miserable, oh and it, all it does is dehydrate you. I tried diet pills actually in high school and my neighbor and aunts had went to this like nutritionist they gave you like two different capsules and one was like fiber Mm -hmm. basically that you took in like the evening and the other one was Mm -hmm. an appetite suppressant stuff like that it's literally all like a mental thing oh yeah, this pill's working, like, I'm not that hungry. But it's yeah. really just your mind. And, like, I don't truthfully, like, believe that that pill was helping curb my appetite as much as my mind believing right. that it was. I plateaued for, like, a few weeks to the point where I stopped believing mm-hmm. that they even worked. And then it turned into, like, me not mm-hmm. even taking them. And then it turned into me mm-hmm. just gaining the weight back. I did a questionnaire thing on my Instagram story just to kind of like understand more of my audience and there was one like I just put like a health and fitness question just gave them several options and a lot of them were just like oh like I need guidance on like what to eat or like grocery shopping and stuff like that because I put an option that was like I need to lose x amount of weight by this date because I know that's like such a big pressure like there is a decent amount of people that chose that option those are the same people and like I was that person before that choose these like easy fixes they don't understand the the process and the journey and that's why I was like Mm -hmm. we need to talk about this this it's such a slow process but it makes you appreciate it that much more you'll be you know working out for like a month and stuff and you feel like nothing's happening and you're just like well it's been a month because I've been there one random day like a few days later you wake up and all of a sudden you're like that's yeah. my body like that's me what happened it's like is a wake-up call and then yeah you're like the first time you are able to really see the progress and see how hard you've been working like it's so eye-opening like I th- I'm pretty sure I cried that the feeling of like making yourself proud is emotional yeah and that's when it like yeah, inspires that's... you to keep going so many people are just like oh i'm not seeing yeah. the results i'm not seeing this so like what's the point or i've already like binge ate this or ate like crap for this and it's friday so i'll just wait oh, till monday gosh, to start because monday's like fresh so then i'll just keep eating like crap and not being yep. consistent or anything you just convince yourself this endless cycle of like oh i'll yeah i did bad so i'm not going to be consistent with myself and it's, it's like, not gonna work anyway whatever day i think it is that you decide you want to change or make a change start right right then like don't right don't wait because i mean you can give yourself you know i i hate to even say like cheats but 
you know, you, you're never not going to be able to eat a burger again. And I feel like people see right. it as they go into it as right to they, give up everything. Well, I can't have that anymore. So I've got to have it all weekend. That way I get my fix. Yeah. In. This, this girl, um, I went to school with posted on Facebook uh, a few weeks ago. I guess she's starting like keto or, or something mm-hmm. like that. One of those things or whole 30 or something. And like, I'm not against her. Like, you know, do whatever yeah. you want to try works for you. But she was like, like day two or something of this and that. And then she was like, oh, and I almost ate a Hershey kiss. I tossed that Hershey kiss so far across the room. And I was like, girlfriend, like you can have that one Hershey kiss. Like it's not going to hurt you. Now, if you're sitting there and ate the whole bag in one sitting, that's what you're going to do if you restrict that one Hershey kiss now. I run into that stuff all the time. And it's people who are just, you know, starting to eat healthier, which uh, that's awesome. Good for you. I'm proud of you. But like you said, you know, with the Hershey's kiss there, I can't, they're always like, oh, and I almost, you know, my kid had a bowl of ice cream and I almost it's took a like, bite. I want to be like, go get your own bowl. Yeah, it's like, just like, no, I have this. One friend, too, that, like, I think she did the 75-day hard, actually. She lost a bit of weight, and then, like, the past few months, she was, like, putting it back on and stuff like that. So she's, like, very, like, okay, I'm going to get back in it, not necessarily do the challenge again, but just, like, you know, running more and, uh, like, cutting out certain things from her diet and stuff. But she relies so heavily on the scale too and like the number and stuff the scale almost Mm -hmm. gives you like this high too to where it's like when you are successful and you lose weight quickly and stuff you get so high up on yourself thinking like oh like well I lost this so I'm gonna treat myself to all of this this weekend and then like you develop this just Mm -hmm. again negative relationships my discrepancy (laughs) with beef honey um, is they were trying to teach these people balance by saying you know like okay like be good all week basically and then just enjoy yourself on the weekends type of thing beach body is basically saying like hey like you did good all week so let's just throw it away not They're... like be consistent and right. understand like what you're putting into your body and then she would like dread everything and be in like crappy moods and tired and everything mm-hmm. because she like wasn't doing something that made her body feel good and like consistent exactly. with like her goals that's why whenever I was in that yo-yo dieting phase like I would be good all week you know have the mindset okay I'm going to be good all week which my good all week then was like I would eat, but not, not near enough. Right. And like, I would be super restrictive and I'd step on the scale on Friday and I'd be like, wow, you know, I'm down three pounds. And so that weekend I would eat and drink and then I'd wake up Monday and weigh myself and I'm up two pounds from where I was at before I lost the weight. And so it's, 
Oh, that's just a miserable way. Yeah. To live. It just, it really sucks. And the fact that people teach that. Yeah. Like, as a form of, like, a balanced diet. Also goes back to the the scale. Our bodies fluctuate so much. I'm like, well, how often do you weigh yourself? And, like, same thing with a friend that does mm-hmm. beach body. They were weighing themselves every single day. And I was like, that is, mm-hmm. that is just so, so toxic because, like, you it are really not going to gain a pound in a day. You, just like you're not going to lose a pound in a day. Like, if your body doesn't work like yeah. that, it's over time. Exactly. Like, I've healthy weight, and I know it's different with everyone, but, like, healthy weight loss, for me, I might be down maybe two pounds at the end of right. the week. Like, one one to two pounds there's been times that I've been down like five pounds but then again it's and especially with women like our cycles come into play Mm -hmm. like I'm not a doctor so I don't I don't know a ton about it but I do know that right before I'm about to start my period I might be up five pounds on the scale I mean but it's not and it sounds weird because yes I'm up five pounds on the scale but it's not that I like gained five yeah, pounds it's not like a real five pounds yeah it's like I'm holding water yeah. and I'm bloated five pounds yeah sodium intake and the water retention like your body just holding on to that food until it's like processed exactly and a lot of people that because I was one of those people I didn't understand that and so there I was, you know, stepping on the scale, being however much pounds higher than I was at the beginning of the week. I thought I, like, gained five pounds of fat. Right. Like, no. It's it's, just, it's not. Yeah. Girl, you're holding water. Yeah, like, we are made <laughs> up of, like, half of our bodies water. <laughs> yes. So kind of finally, like, wrapping up. What would you tell someone else looking for advice? Like if they're just starting their fitness or weight loss journey. This is what I always tell people like when they're first starting out. Like you have to do it for you. And if you're not ready to like change your whole, like it's a lifestyle. It's not, you know, just something quick like you have to make sure to do it for you. Like don't let people don't let society or someone, you know, tell you you're overweight and you think that you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make sure that it's something you want to do. And when you do it for you, I feel like that's when people are successful. Cause that was a big problem I had. I like when I first started out, I felt like I needed to lose weight and and some people might need to want to gain weight you know there's people out there that are you know they need to gain weight or you know you just need to make sure that it's not for somebody else because that was a big problem I had I like when I first started out I felt like I needed to lose weight and and some people might need to want to gain weight, 
you know, there's people out there that are, you know, they need to gain weight or, you know, you just need to make sure that it's not for somebody else. You've got to kind of constantly talk to yourself and like journaling has helped me so much Mm -hmm. with that process. Yeah. And I don't know, people, I feel like, you know, you're, you're so much more than your number on a scale or a size that you are. Healthy has a lot of different sizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like give yourself some grace, you know, cause we're, we are our own worst critic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am so hard on myself sometimes and I just have to remind myself you know, you're doing great. Affirmations in the morning, like, you are beautiful. You're doing great. You're going to make today awesome. Like, those are so important. Until <laughs> about a year ago, and when I started saying things to my, and it's real, like, you feel really weird at first. But it's it's important. Like, it makes, it gives yourself like you love yourself more you have more self-respect mainly I I would just say do it do it for you and if you need help reach out to somebody for help yeah like don't be afraid to ask somebody you know if you're in the gym and you don't know how to use something ask somebody like it's scary at first yeah like I walked into this whole process just Scared I was going to fail, basically. And I did fail. There were times where, like, I failed hard. But you just have to, like, you just have to keep going. Right. Because you will be successful and you will make yourself proud. And that is, like, that's just more one than of the enough feeling. To ditch the freaking scale, to ditch, like, the numbers. Throw that damn the, thing away. Just do what makes you feel good and what makes your... body feel good measuring your progress on how your clothes fit like your energy your mood how you're just feeling you might wait like like you said earlier like five pounds less than you did when you started out but you look completely different I don't google anything about like how you know I'm this tall how much should I weigh like that BMI chart yeah needs to be set on fire I hate that chart I hate it it literally says for me that I am overweight and I am like teetering on the line of obese. I had lost the weight and went to the doctors finally and they were like, oh, yay, like, we're so proud of you, but you're still like at, at the line. And I'm like, what the frick do you mean? <laughs> I'm like at the line when mm-hmm. I've clearly just lost like. 80 90 pounds what you told me to do yeah like (laughs) what do you mean so I definitely think just throw out the numbers and at the end of the day do you like you said like how your clothes fit like how do you see yourself in the mirror right like you just and you will get to that like there you know there's times where you look at yourself and you're like oh god like I gotta do something yeah But then there's times you look, like, it might be the next day you look in the mirror and you just, like, love yourself. You Mm could have just had, like, a bad day. Like you said, like, how your clothes fit. Like, how do you see yourself in the mirror? Right. Like, 
you just and you will get to that like there you know there's times where you look at yourself and you're like oh god like I gotta do something yeah but then there's times you look like it might be the next day you look in the mirror and you just like love yourself you Mm could have just had like a bad day it's definitely a journey and it's one you're going to be on forever just buckle up just buckle up for the journey it's gonna be come on come on with us (laughs) the thing is you could keep going on and on i know well this topic uh i think we were just at like 62 minutes Mm -hmm. and it took me about 12 hours oh my gosh yeah so it'll it'll be fun like i enjoy it and stuff like that but well that's good yeah, I don't I think like, I could do it. I think I would get frustrated. Yeah, I it like I take I take breaks. I take snack and water breaks. Yeah, <laughs> and TikTok breaks. <laughs> oh, you have to have the TikTok breaks. Yeah, I know. I love your TikToks. I'm not big on like I don't ever get on the app a whole lot. I still don't even know how to make one. Yeah, they're but... they're fun. Like I only make them when I get like I'll get like a weird idea in my head and I'm just like yeah. I should make a TikTok. That freaking dry scoop uh TikTok that you did, <laughs> I was like I laughed and laughed and I sent it to Zach and he was like that shit is hilarious. Because <laughs> that happens to me. That's why I have to drink water first and then dry scoop and then drink more water because if I just put the scoop in my mouth it's a bad deal. I hadn't dry scooped in forever so like I was like oh and I don't really like the flavor I thought I would but yeah. I don't oh god so, yeah so like it just hit different it's like a sour flavor too and like yeah. I like the sour skittles or whatever from Alani New like one up and like I'm oh. Yeah, like, being partnered with them is cool. Like their cherry flavor is not that bad. And the last flavor, I think I had, like, grape bubble gum or something wasn't bad. But this is, like, sour gummy worm. And I thought, like, oh, maybe, like, because the Alani new one's so good. Yeah. So I was, like, maybe. And then, like, I was, like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> I've had it, like, come out my nose. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. I feel so special. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I feel special that you feel special. <laughs> Don't forget uh, about me when you get famous. No autographs, please. But thank you so much for joining me today, Megan. I really appreciate your time and I appreciate the conversation we had. And hopefully the people listening have gained some sort of insight on our own views of health and fitness and how far we've come, as well as I hope they take away certain things that we have learned towards the middle and towards the end of our journeys that brought us to be successful in them and find a healthier way of living. And hopefully they can take that information and start off on the right foot. So once again, don't forget to check us both out on instagram they'll be in the description box below that's going to be it for this episode and thank you so much for tuning in